0: Mmm.
1: Good grief! Hour number two on a Friday. Hope you're having a good one, Texas baseball fans. You're having a pretty good one so far. I'd say pretty good. 12-2 to beating West Virginia. Longhorns need a sweep in the series, and then a couple other games to go a certain way, and they could end up with a conference championship, but certainly uh, could end up with good momentum. At the very least, good momentum and and some uh, nice seating going into the Big 12 tournament next week. Uh, Gordon with the seven strong innings. Porter Brown with three homers. That is great news if you're a Texas fan. We also just talked about other great news if you're a Texas fan. If you're a basketball fan, Big news with Tyrese Hunter coming back. That is official now, and uh, and we hit that. We'll get into some uh, Longhorn football talk here in a second as well after we remind you the, uh, well, here you go. More good news if you're a Longhorn fan. Scotty Scheffler is now the sole leader at the PGA. He's up to minus five because he has started his round today. Birdie, birdie. Hello, Scotty Scheffler. Yeah, he's at minus five. Deshambo at minus four, and he will go out later on at about 1.30 our time. So this hour, DeShambo's going to tee off. You've got Victor Hovland at minus three. Ryan Fox in a group at minus two. Keegan Bradley, a name you might know, at minus two. And uh see if there's anybody else. Not really anybody else of, of, of a big name that's lurking. Yeah, where's Tiger at? Uh,
0: oh, wait, he's in court.
1: Tiger's not playing. My
0: bad. Tiger's not My playing. My bad. He's at the courthouse going through some legal trouble. My
1: fault, Tiger. Phil's done for the day, but he's plus five, and uh, John Rahm yet to tee off. He was plus six yesterday. So there are some uh, some bad rounds out there. Keep an eye maybe on, like, Dustin Johnson, Rory McIlroy, Brooks Kepka. They may be lurking. They're at plus one, plus two. If they get going today, maybe they will be involved. Uh, so we're hoping for big names. Right now it's Scheffler and DeChambeau up towards the top at the PGA. And remember, Texas baseball game two of that series. It's 6-30 again, 6-15 tonight. And it's LeBaron Johnson trying to help Texas win the series tonight against West Virginia. And LeBaron obviously had a really good outing last time, so we'll see what he looks like. And if those Texas bats keep up, uh, they may be very difficult to deal with this time of year. It uh, feels like to... Quote the uh, the manager from Major League. Starting to come together, Patrick. Starting mm. to come together. Uh, seems like a, a pretty good baseball team here. By the way, Zay, have you ever seen Major League? Yes. Okay. Make Willie sure. Mays,
0: hey, that's my guy.
1: Willie Mays. What about Bull Durham? Kevin
0: Costner? It's been a really long time. I don't remember anything don't rem- except
1: for mm. there's a groupie. Okay. Field of Dreams? Nope. No? Mm Mm-mm.
0: Interesting. Field of Dreams. Yeah, all the baseball sports movies I've seen have been really silly.
1: Uh, The other movie I was going to ask, this is a weird one just popped into my head, The Last Boy Scout. No. Bruce Willis, Damon Wayans. Uh uh, never Ooh, seen her. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Uh, Zay and I had a movie swap discussion yesterday with Blue Chips and a few good men. And moving forward, we're going to kind of maybe bounce around between albums and movies. So uh, I'm, I'm just, I wanted to go through those movies of maybe what Zay hasn't seen. I got an album in mind for next week. So we'll get into that discussion at some point today. But we did want to start this hour with a little Texas football discussion. Zay, I know you're jacked up about Texas football, and you should be. We talked about four Longhorns on that top 100 uh, for on three for uh, for college football this season, but this is a discussion about just your basics, your basic over-unders. Uh, I got the uh, email that uh, the folks at betonline.ag send me stuff all the time about different numbers that are out, different things that are out there that people can bet on. So if you go to the window right now in Vegas, the number for Texas is 9.0. Five over under for wins for Texas, and I'm assuming Zay, this means regular season. Is that how you interpret that? Um, yeah, that would make sense. I would assume that is, and I, yeah, I will double check that to to make sure. But I think uh, I think that's how they do this. I think it is a regular season discussion. Let me just make sure. Uh, open, opening win totals. Full list with some update. Yeah, regular season. Okay, regular season win total, just so we're getting the discussion here. So this is, does Texas go 10-2, and 2, is how I would ask that question. All right, you ready, Zay? Let's get it. Texas and Rice, I'm assuming you're going to say that's a win. Dub, let's okay. go. Okay. Now, you've had some, uh, some big talk recently when this game has come up. Alabama. <sighs> you going to hold off for a second on this one, or are you ready to call it a win? Man,
0: it's gonna be tough. But do they trust Jalen Milrow? Who's old boy from Notre Dame?
1: What's his mm-hmm, name? Buckner.
0: Buckner. Do they trust him too? I don't know. Give me the horns, Dawg. Let's Ooh, go.
1: Give me the horn, says Zay. Okay, yeah, I would call Bama a loss right now. I'm gonna. I'll respect Bama enough in Tuscaloosa to say I just yeah, right now I'd, I'd have to pick Bama. All right, uh, Wyoming. You call that a win, right? Yep. Okay, I would agree with you there. At Baylor.
0: That's a trapper.
1: It really is. That's a trapper. Yeah.
0: Blake Shapin. I don't see Dave Miranda going six and six again. That's That would be tough, but to win the Big 12, you got to win these games. And Texas, the roster's better. The coaching, I don't know. That's the part where I'm a little nervous. Yeah, okay. Like,
1: but yeah, man. I'm I'm gonna go with the horns. Going with the horns. You got him at four and oh now. I'll say that's one of the losses. So I'll have him at him yeah, at two and two, and Longhorn fans okay, will Aggie. be less. All right. right. See, there you go. I was yeah. gonna say, and I'll get, right. I'll get accused of things. Kansas, we'll both call that a win. Yeah. Returning the quarterback, but okay. Uh, Oklahoma. Dub. Oklahoma, by the way, is also a nine point five over under for betonline.ag. Both Texas and Oklahoma, same exact number.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting because Brent Venable's team was trash last year, but a lot of that was due to Dylan Gabriel not being healthy the whole the whole season I mean you saw that 490 win at the Cotton Bowl Dylan Gabriel didn't play one snap he was out there running around and stuff but he didn't play one snap I expect him to be back for that game which to make that will make it a little bit more interesting but the horns should take that
1: dub okay so you got him uh what six and0 yep six and0 at this point um I definitely like that yeah yeah I'd pick him right now over over Oklahoma so uh at Houston. When.
0: It's a win. Yeah, they got serious issues going down there.
1: I would agree. Uh so now you got five games left. BYU at home. Yes, sir. Dub. You, you like him against the old men? Oh yeah. Okay. As
0: long as uh old oh boy ain't playing that plays for the New Orleans Saints. As long as he ain't playing,
1: we good. <laughs> as long as Taysom Hill. Yeah, Taysom is not Hill. As long as he ain't
0: on the roster, we good. All right, All right. does he have a little brother? Does he have Kim folk? Uh, Anybody right, with yeah. the name Hill playing quarterback who goes to BYU. Yeah. I don't need none of that.
1: If that one was in Provo, I might go the other way, but I'll pick Texas as well. Um so you're looking at 8-0. I'm looking at 6-2 Kansas State at home.
0: I think this is a loss. Okay. I think this is a loss. Um
1: Yeah, I got to have a loss in here somewhere <laughs> and You're just doing this not to go 12 and 0. Yeah, I can't go
0: 12 and 0. That'd be bonkers. I Will Howard another year in? He doesn't have, uh, you know, Martinez behind him, worrying about stuff like that. I think he's gonna be good. Yeah, I could see the Horns losing that one.
1: All right, I'll give him a win on that one. I'll give him a win there. i will go seven and two at this point. You're at eight and one, and three more at TCU. I'm gonna call that a loss. What? I'm going to call TCU a loss.
0: And all that turnover. They didn't bring anybody back. Who's their quarterback? Well, yeah, their quarterback was supposed to be the starter of the 2022 season before he got hurt. Sunny Duggan came in. Sonny
1: Dykes, the coaching, the culture we've seen, what they just did. I'm going to assume they do not completely fall off the table and you got to go to Fort Worth to do it. So of the two purple teams, I'll say Texas loses the road game of those two.
0: Mm, got to go with the Horns. So too much turnover, man. Like All you right. can't outcoach Stark like that okay. with those guys. I mean, come on, two three star guys. Start the wait, start that sentence over. What was the beginning of that sentence? Uh, with those guys, you can't outcoach Stark. You shouldn't outcoach Sark with what they have.
1: Ooh, I like how you threw the S word in (laughs) on the second one. You shouldn't outcoach Sark. Okay, keep it. Put a pin in that one for.
0: It's year three, Sark. We got to grow. Put a pin in that. We
1: got to grow. November eleventh. Let's put a pin in that one Uh, at TCU. Okay, so now we're through ten games. You got them at nine and one. You're almost there. I got them at seven and three at Iowa State. That game's scary as hell. At Matt Campbell.
0: Yeah, Hunter Decker's coming back. Hunter Decker's picked them apart last year. Mm-hmm. And remember, if Oboy oh didn't drop that deep bomb across the middle of the field, what's my man's name, I was first team all, uh, um, Big 12 Hutchinson. Hutchinson. If he didn't drop that, I know. and if it didn't take that whip route by Xavier Worthy, which mm-hmm. was a beautiful route and beautiful pass by Quinn Ewers, they would have lost that game last year. Hmm. Since we need another loss, I'm going to put that one through. Since we need another <laughs> loss. We don't need another loss, but I'm just, just saying I, feel, I don't to. feel comfortable winning every game, man. I just don't. <laughs> the history. And plus, you, you're you making me scared, too, with this all the losses is, you picked. This is such a Texas fan in you. <laughs> well,
1: well, wait, I must predict a loss because I don't know if we can go perfect. Okay, I'm calling that a win, by the way. Eight, right. I'm calling it 8-3, and three, headed into the last game. You're sitting at 9-2 and two already. Texas Tech. At home, day after Thanksgiving. You getting them to 10?
0: Yeah. Yeah, you, know, you are. Robert Griffin, it's Black Friday, so uh, we're going to go hit the horns on that one. Best line I've heard in a long one time. One of the greatest lines in TV sports
1: history. The, the hand motion.
0: <laughs> Who's oh, on Play by Play, Mark Davis? Mark Jones. Yeah,
1: Mark Jones, I yeah. mean, yeah. I've always I would love to know if somebody ever interacts with RG3. I wonder if Mark knew he was going to do it cuz the I felt like that reaction was kind of natural. That was good. <laughs> that was so good. Uh I will give them a win as well. So I've been saying it throughout the summer that the goal is nine because Texas has not done a whole lot of that, and I think nine and three can still get them to Jerry World where they ultimately won. Because th- I am got nine and three with a Bama loss. That means your conference record would be, what's that, seven and two, right? Played yeah. Like nine conference? Yeah. A seven and two conference record I think gets you there. I respect this Big 12 to think everybody's not completely fallen way, way back. This is still a conference you're going to have to fight through a little bit. But I think they still get back to that point, so I'm going to say nine. So that means I would go under in Vegas. You would go slightly over. Yes,
0: sir. Ten and All two, baby. Right.
1: Big Twelve championship. Let's get it. That really is going to be the number to check out and uh, and say you made the reference too. It's about that confidence level of if the talent is out of whack, Texas is way which it should be in some situ in in a lot of situations. Will Sark coach his way through those things. Will Sark develop trust with you and other Texas fans to make you believe that, and and, and you're in the perfect conference for it right now. It's going to be better now, I think, maybe than even what you're going into with the SEC in terms of just quality coach levels. The coaches in the Big 12 will make you earn it. Can he go head up one more time with Aranda, with Kleiman, with Campbell, and with Dykes and add in... The craziness of whatever Holgerson brings and some of these others. But can he go head up with those four big dogs and get three of the four? Well, he needs to figure out
0: what this team is early because they went back and forth of what you wanted to or what he wanted to do on the football field, especially with the offense. And we saw up until the Kansas and Baylor game, the last two games of the year, it should have been a run first offense all along. And then mm-hmm. Quinn Ewers, he'll pick his spots whenever they stop that. But when you have Bijan John Robinson and Roshan Johnson, who are now in the NFL, on your team, it shouldn't take until the last two weeks of the season to realize maybe we should just run the football, and until they stop us, we'll adjust then. Yeah, You but, could have done that throughout the man. season, and you probably would have had a better turnout.
1: Yeah, you, to me, you just walked yourself right up to the truth. The truth that you just discovered is in this last season – He's never gonna run first. Ever. It's Steve Sarkeesian. He is what he is. Best indicator of future actions, past actions. Until he proves us wrong, why would we assume he'll run first? Uh I- Hopefully, he found the light. He saw that. Again, with this
0: roster on the running back side, we don't know who's going to be that guy. Is it going to be Jonathan Brooks? What is, you know, what what is Savion Red going to bring to the table? Jaden Blue, is he going to bring you anything? Is the freshman CJ Baxter, what's he going to do? Keelan Robinson, are you going to find places to fit him in to where he's actually being utilized? Because he was not utilized the way he should have been last year. But Starkey always brags about having a thousand yard back. Every single season. And you're right, he has not proved to us that he will change. But and he may still end up with that. I'm just saying it won't be the focus. But there- that and that's what pisses me off more than anything. Because it doesn't matter what you want to do. It you gotta take what the defense gives you. And now with this roster, when he talks about just having his guys and we see the depth there. Sometimes it just doesn't matter what we call. You shouldn't, you might know exactly what we're going to do, and because we're so good and we're so talented, it don't matter. We're going to beat you. Our guys are going to beat you right. off the snap from in lines of scrimmage to our guys on the outside, our wide receivers. They're going to be tight. With all their cuts and every movement that we have, it's going to be tight and it's going to be on point when yours is going to be better and more accurate. But if they start playing that, you know, over three top safety defense that, Quinn, you were struggling with all year long, are you going to say, F what we've been doing, let's just run the football and see what happens? Mm. And it took him so long to realize that. He realized it. That's why there's hope because he did realize that, Chad, and he did. He saw in the Kansas Eventually, game, yeah. in the Baylor mm-hmm. game, oh, Yeah. Let's just do this yeah, and see what happens. And Kansas couldn't stop it, and Baylor couldn't stop it, and they ran it right down their throat. So that gives you a little bit of optimism moving forward, but for a full season, can he get out of his pride and say, man, they're all over us. Our wide receivers, our tight ends. Quinn's not looking good. Let's get to the ground game and do this the old dirty way.
1: And obviously, in the coaching matchups, I didn't even say Saban. Obviously, he's going on the road. To, but I don't yeah. think as a Longhorn fan, I don't think you need Steve Sarkeesian to outcoach Nick Saban to make you feel good this year. I think it's about those guys in the Big Twelve because Saban, Saban, and his team's really good, and even a. Even the most hardcore Texas fan would admit that by the end of that Bama game, you might have to admit to yourself that Bama's got more talent. Maybe. We'll see. That, that should be a hell of a talent matchup, right? But you're willing to admit maybe Bama could have more talent. The wide receiver room ain't more talented. Right. They're one of the few that you could have the discussion and go, oh, well, let's see. Let's see what it looks like head up. But to what you just said, I think the, the other part, if you're a Texas fan that you're hoping, when he says they look like my team, They feel like my team. All that kind of stuff. I wonder if he would ultimately tell you, Zay, we can now beat teams the way I want to beat teams. Back to your issue of how do you go about it. Now I've got the guys I want, and I think I can go out there, and we will beat them. If we beat Alabama, we're going to beat them the way I want to beat Alabama. Now, is that a little stubborn? Maybe. But if you're good enough in in key areas, maybe that's how he's thinking about this. And when he says that, hey, this looks like my team, as in, this is the exact knife that I want in the fight. I know how to hold it. I know how to use it. I know when and where to stab. Get get out of my way. We're going to go get him.
0: And that stubborn mindset was great at Alabama when you had Henry Ruggs and Jerry Judy and Devontae Smith winning Heisman as a wide freaking receiver. Right. It
1: was very easy to just do whatever you wanted because the talent was there. Right. But you just talked about the Texas receiving room. Does he have the receivers put together and a quarterback that's more confident and a year better and Kelvin Banks that's a year better? Does he have all these guys where he's looking at it and thinking, oh, man, wait till they see it. Wait till they see this. I'm going to attack them the way I want to. We're going to take our big shots. We're going to hit our big shots, and then we're going to pick people apart. I hope that's the case. Yeah, we will see. Zay says it's 10. Let us know what you think. Somebody just texted, nope. All right, they'd go under on nine and a half, um, but we will we will see where that goes. And then, of course, the way the Big Twelve rolls out, I do think there's an advantage for Texas and all the teams there. You don't have to be perfect to get to Jerry World. This is the last year where you do have to have less than two wins to get into uh, wins, less than two losses to get into the playoff. That that's going to change. But to get into the Big Twelve championship game, that next step for Texas, they don't have to be perfect. They can lose a couple games and get there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and just dealing with the hype, understanding the expectation and everybody saying that you can, you're going to be in the playoff this year and you're going to win the Big 12, keeping everybody grounded. Mm-hmm. And if they lose one game, not realizing, all oh, the season's over with, yes, that will hurt. Every loss hurts here at the University of Texas. But losing just one game – Knowing that, okay, we still have something to do. We still could be special and win the Big Twelve, and not getting out of, you know, getting out of your comfort zone, but in a positive way.
1: Yeah, and also remember, their buy doesn't come till after Oklahoma. So the adrenaline dump, one way or the other, after Bama, it's going to be interesting to see how they react. They, and then now it's Wyoming, Baylor, and Kansas. You would hope that's a part of the schedule they can deal with. Waco trip is interesting. We, we will have to give Aranda yeah. that respect. But think about that. The energy that will be built up to go to Tuscaloosa, night game. Tusca, this is what Saban and all those SEC teams do deal with week in, week out, big time games just over and over and over again. Texas deals with it to a degree. But you've got to go to Tuscaloosa for a night game. And then either way, you win and everybody starts talking about you. Well, Texas now has got a clear path to the college football. How do they deal with that? or they lose. However they lose the game, it won't matter because everybody will make it worse than it probably actually is. Texas lost. What does this mean? Can they really compete for the Big 12? How do they deal with that? It's going to be interesting to watch. Yeah, that's little- How on Sark? Keeping them humble. Right, absolutely. Yeah, it feels like there's a lot of confidence Don't there. get
0: real uncomfortable. Guy's going to get hype. You saw Jordan Poole this year when he got that success for the Warriors, got paid, won a championship, was a no-show this year when they needed him. Yeah. Getting punched in the face by Draymond. He was probably in this big-headed, talking spin. Like, (laughs) y'all see the Ferrari I got? Y'all see the baddies and the honeys that I'm with now? And Draymond's like, bro, we in practice now. The season's over with. Before I have to knock you out, he go, what, dream pa yeah. Papaw one-two combo, just like that. We don't need any of that. Stay humble. Stay oh, humble.
1: Oh, it was a pa It was actually a, more of a big pa Yeah. That was one <laughs> like big. Like Batman whew, 60s. Saw that punch the other day. I had forgotten how big that punch was. All right, coming up, we'll get you a flex segment. Round Rock Strikes First on Westlake and more big-time weightlifting going on in the area. And uh, we'll link that up to the uh, Mark Henry event coming up tonight as well. Stay with us. It's the Horn. Had and Zay. All right. Oh, listen to this. It's one of Zay's favorite kind of songs. Guitars that build up to something. Let's see what we got.
0: Yo, it's only a three-minute song, so I can dig
1: it. Oh, that sounds like Mr. Rose. Guns N' Roses? Guns N' Roses. Yeah, there ain't many people sing like Axel. I don't recognize it, though. What do you got?
0: Move to the City.
1: Oh, wow. Okay, it's old school. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a way back. All right, GNR, Curtis Blow, and John O'Grady. Guns N' Roses out there touring this year if you want to go check them out. Uh, so, Zay, just to let you know, earlier we determined that Zay – if he's going to have to watch a movie next week, he has not seen Field of Dreams. That may be the one I zoom in on because that's a hell of a movie. Of Bo- uh-huh. yeah. Field of Dreams or – That's the
0: cornfield.
1: Uh-huh. Field of Dreams and Bull Durham. And I'm going to save Last Boy Scout. At some point, you need to watch The Last Boy Scout. That's such a guilty pleasure movie for me. You'll enjoy that one on the same level I enjoyed Blue Chips. And, uh, but the album, Zay, I think you need to listen to at some point is Led Zeppelin 4. Okay. It would be the Led Zeppelin album that contains Stairway to Heaven, Black Dog, and Rock and Roll, three of their biggest monsters. And then some other really really good songs.
0: So all their albums go by numbers?
1: Not all. Okay. No, they do have essentially one, two, three, and four. Mm. But four's got a couple other little names on the side. But yeah, they have other stuff too. They have physical graffiti and houses of the holy and some others. But yes, they do have a one, two, three, and four to get things started. All right, yeah, I'm with it. So uh, we may do that. Now you told me yesterday you had an album in mind for me. Yeah. What are you thinking for me?
0: Nas's first album, Illmatic. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, you haven't heard that one, right?
1: I have not heard it. That, that's the album that one of my daughter's classmates argued should be preserved for all time history. Absolutely. If we have like an apocalypse or whatever, <laughs> so all right, I like that idea. I'll definitely check out some uh, check out some Nas. And uh, you got a movie in mind for me in case I want to go movie? Ooh, because hmm. Blue Chips was uh, hard to, hard to top. Blue Chips.
0: Yeah, let me keep thinking. Okay. On that one. All
1: right, you think on that one. Uh we'll do uh movies, uh movie swaps, album swaps. We've had cool discussions on both of those recently. So Oh we'll-
0: hold up, hold up, hold
1: up. Yes?
0: Somebody on the specs text line said, Zay, Halle Berry's a stripper and last Boy Scout. That might need to be number one.
1: Oh. That that
0: changes a lot.
1: Oh. That changes a lot. Does that change your mind? That changes a lot. All right. You know what? Executive decision. You're watching Last Boy Scout. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. You're watching. We'll do that. You're watching Last Boy Scout. I'll listen to Nas. How about that? That's game changing. Let's do it. There we go. I forgot about Halle Berry. Good call. Halle Berry is in that movie. It's been too long since I've seen The Last Boy Scout. Yeah,
0: Halle Berry. Just look at everything that she's showing, a little bit of skin in. Swordfish. Uh what's yep. that flick with Billy Bob Thornton?
1: Monster. He was monster. Woo! Uh-huh. Hallie. Yep, mm. yep. Absolutely. Mm-mm-mm. All right. So we'll get that done next week. Coming up at 205. Hopefully we'll catch up with Jeff Ketchum of Orangebloods.com. I played a little Jeff Ketchum roulette earlier and sent him a text. We'll see what happens at 205. Uh up next, though, let's get you a flex segment. We'll talk about those baseball series and a couple other things. Flex ATX, for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit brainvault.com and join the movement. All right, a lot of stuff going on, obviously, with the baseball playoffs. So, Round Rock and Westlake started last night. I heard Cameron on Light the Tower talking about this. Zay, these two pitchers went crazy last night. Old school pitcher's duel, covert for Westlake, Socorro for Round Rock. The final was one to nothing. Ra- Round Rock walked it off after they got Covert out of the game. They walked it off in the seventh, one nothing. Yeah,
0: I heard there's a lot of chatter too. Round rock guys talking to the Westlake guys, the Shaps talking to the Dragons. Uh-huh. That's what I'm talking about. We need more of that.
1: Oh, they are fired up. And tonight it goes to Westlake for game two. Uh just a simple two out of three. If they need it tomorrow, they'll go at Concordia at two o'clock, just to make your get your schedule in mind. Now, how about this? It was also one-nothing with Lake Travis and San Antonio Johnson. Lake Travis stud pitcher. O.J. Gonzalez goes complete game shutout. Wow. And they went at 1-0, made a run in the sixth Hold up. They're up one game to none. They're going to the San Antonio Northside facility for tonight's game to try to close the door. If they can't, they'll go to Dripping Springs tomorrow, Saturday at 2, for that game, uh, for the rubber game and deciding matchup. Also, best of luck to both teams. We won't pick a side here in the flex world, but Cedar Park... And Rouse are playing one game, Zay. There's this weird rule that exists where if one team wants to flip for one game, they'll do it. Wow. So they did. One game, winner take all. That's tough. You better have your aces ready. Because Cedar Park apparently beat them twice during the year, and they just want to say, you know what, let's take our chances. I said to Cameron during the break, what if the NBA allowed that? What if the eight seed was allowed to flip for a one-game playoff with, a, with the one seed? Mm, No series. We're just going to play one time. That'd be crazy. We'll even do it on your floor, but one game.
0: Yeah, kind of March Madness type of feel. It don't matter what you do. If you ain't bringing it for that game, that could be it. It's crazy, man.
1: All right, so uh, baseball going on. Best of luck to all the area teams that are still in it. Also, uh, Zay, we continue to see uh, some cool offers for players in the area. Our man Alex Green over at Huddo, the receiver, This dude is apparently in the classroom because yesterday I told you, we told you that he got offers. Where did it go? He got offers from Columbia Columbia and Penn. (laughs) Today I saw Brown as well. What? Yes. (laughs) Also got the offer from Brown. Go ahead, young man. Get in that classroom. Also, if you go to FlexATX on Twitter, at FLXATX, you can see something you know I love. This is how – advanced high school football is now. Weiss is showing off a special black matte helmet they're gonna use this year. And you can go see it like slowly spinning around right now on the flex accounts.
0: Is it cold? You like it?
1: I like the matte black. Now I people know me. I don't love the numbers on helmets. The numbers on the left side, but the kids apparently dig it. I'm an old clunky man, so apparently I don't matter. What's the best? The kids like the numbers on the side for some reason. Do you have a favorite
0: number on the side of the helmet with any team? Well, only Bama should do it. Okay, yeah.
1: If you're not Alabama, or I think Georgia State's another team that, if you've historically done it, that's one thing. I just, when they do new cool hip like high school or college helmets and the number is on the side, it just feels lazy to me. If you got a logo, use it. What are you doing? Right. And, you're, and, you, and you have to take so much time to do that to me. But I guess the trainers don't care. Coaches wanted want them to have it. Players want to do it. Okay. Take some yeah, time.
0: It would be weird if Bama
1: had an elephant on the helmet. Now that would be wild. That
0: would be a yeah. very
1: weird look. But Weiss, that's a sharp, sharp helmet you got. You can check that out at Flex. And also, uh, Zay up top here, we got another cool weightlifting video in. J.J. Mays is the kid's name. Offensive lineman from Weiss, as long as we're talking about the Wolves. I love stuff like this. Says, coaches pushing us hard this spring. Had some PRs today, personal records. Bench 255, squat 410, power clean 240, incline 225, 40 time 5.34. Again, an offensive lineman. Shuttle 4.67 4.67 and there's a little video montage of different lifts for Mays. It's very okay. very very cool. Uh and it does make me think of this event tonight, the big lift Mark Henry benefiting the USA Weightlifting Foundation and you can go to usa uh .com if you want to um you know donate, help out. Go to hornfm.com, you can see the link through there if you want to donate um going to be at the event tonight I'm looking forward to that but one of the big points of this event Zay is that weightlifting is that it's that you know baseline for so many different things there are people there tonight that excel in all kinds of different disciplines different sports sometimes it's sports entertainment obviously Mark Henry's been involved in that but the thing that brings it all together is weights weightlifting some type of weight training that helps you get ready for that activity, so that's one I love I love these videos and what weightlifting can mean for these kids, how it can help build their self-confidence.:
0: Yeah, and it, like you said, self-confidence is something that you can just get away from, and when life gets tough, you could just go and lift weights and like you said, build off that self-confidence, but get off like self just if you have anger issues, lifting weights is huge. It's huge. Think mm-hmm. about somebody angry, pumping iron, just getting it out. Then, you know, you come back exhausted and just like, whew, that was a good workout. I feel better. Sure. You know, kind of like punching the punching bag type of thing. That's so, it. Yeah. yeah it's a good cause. Mark does a great job. He was on everybody's show, it seemed like, these last few weeks. Yeah. And there's some pretty big names that are going to be at that event tonight. Are, are you good? Are, have you... Because I'm kind of worried about you just being professional and also being a fanboy. You're going to have to find right. that middle ground because you're emceeing tonight. You might have to check that ego at the door a little bit.
1: Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm trying to keep it balanced. I'm trying to go through these names and think, okay, if this person is in the room and I'm introducing this person to the room, like I'm looking at it as just like I'm just cutting a little promo and introducing them and let the energy go to them and hopefully I won't go crazy in it. but. Like, dude, getting to introduce Earl Campbell to a room—if I do that tonight—that's just going to be incredible. Oh, that's huge. Um, and then yeah, just there's some other big names. That, thankfully, some you know, couple of these guys. I, I've met Michael Griffin and I've met Brian Arakpo and Derek Johnson's an incredible guy. It's going to be so cool to see him. Uh, T.J. Ford. I mean, T.J. Ford puts everybody at ease, right? Like, no, but I don't think anybody's nervous around T.J. Ford because he just kind of gives you that that comfort and everything. But uh, yeah, there's a there's a couple that. Might be a little weird. Thankfully, I have not heard that, like... My two big AEW crushes, I don't think they're going to be there. Mark probably told each of those ladies not to show up. Yeah, like, that's probably best. This dude's a little, little strange. Um, <laughs> yeah, you won't, you don't want to be there. But it's cool. I mean, dude, if Rulon Gardner's there, too, like that guy, his story, the Olympic champion, and there's something about that, too. There's going to be multiple Olympic champions there tonight. That's going to be really, really, really cool. Now, this is what I also need
0: you to do when you're emceeing. I need you to point out a section and be like, hey, everybody, and this is former national champion Michael Griffin, great. NFL player that owes my partner a thousand freaking dollars still, wow. you cheap son of a B. <laughs> Mike, I'll never forget. I'll never forget, Mike, all that money that you oh. had. I don't care if it was a weak ass dunk, the ball went in the hoop. At least give me
1: 500. I'm, uh, I'm not going to be adding that into my talk tonight. I okay. just can't. I don't think I could do that. Okay,
0: whenever you see him, just say, hey, Mike, if you got at least 500, you can slip it to me. I'll
1: see Zay every week. You can just slip it yeah. to me, and I'll make sure he gets that. Because if this crew feels like I'm getting out of control, I will be tackled to the ground quickly. I mean, That's think, true. Ab- think about who's in this room. Mark Henry, Rulon Gardner, Keith Lee, the wrestler. Damn, Keith Lee. Uh, Ricky Starks is, I think, going to be in there. I mean, there's dudes that could take me out.
0: Pretty quickly. Mike ain't going to do none. He made cupcakes.
1: Mark might just be. He's soft now. Mark, Oh, wow. Mark. (laughs) (laughs) That was not me. Michael Griffin, if you're listening, please. That's not me. Not me. So you're going to have him coming up, bowing up on me tonight. Hey. You need to tell Zay to watch his mouth. Shoots, man.
0: I I need that money. That's all I'm saying. I need that money.
1: Oh, my God. All right, uh, hornfm.com if you want to check out the details on that event one more time. And if you just want to go donate, uh, part of tonight is raising money for the USA Weightlifting Foundation to make sure that the Olympic athletes but also the kids in our area get those weights. Those bars and plates do not buy themselves. So going to be trying to help out with a little bit of that tonight. I'm looking forward to it. I'm not doing the live auction, but apparently there's a live auction like with paddles and stuff. Okay. Oh, yeah. People are going to Old have, school. Yeah. Numbers, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It should be fun. All right. Uh, coming up, where are we at in society with Zay? Also at 2.05. We'll see if we catch up with Jeff Ketchum of OrangeBloods.com. Also next hour. Apparently, the world of AI is. And what is this thing the kids are doing? You type something in and it spits something out. You know, like uh, John Morant trying to apologize to somebody. They'll just spit one of those apologies out. Well, somebody figured out a way to make a weird list in the NFL. We'll get to that next hour as well. Stay with us. It's the Horn. Chad and Zay. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Do I have a shot at this? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. I mean, it doesn't. The only guess I would have had is like one of the lesser Jackson brothers. But now, (laughs) but now now, (laughs) it's now it's probably not that. So who is it? Babyface. Oh, okay. See, I'm not as familiar with his voice over... I mean, I've heard a few songs. Where's Babyface for you? Um, He's good.
0: has yeah. he, a couple of hits, but he's more of a songwriter.
1: I was going to say, was he more of a straight-up singer, or didn't he do? did he do a lot of production stuff?
0: Yeah, he's a lot like
1: Smokey Robinson. Ah, okay, gotcha. Mm. Songwriting, mm-hmm. producing, things yeah. like that. Okay. Yeah. The creative side of things? Yes. More of a, like a... Pharrell, yeah, type absolutely gotcha. Okay, can can sing, can sing, Certainly. can make performance, but that's made right. more hits for other people. Yeah, there you go. Always good to got to go with the strengths, like a friend of mine always says, go with your strengths, go with your strengths. Babyface, GNR, Curtis Blow, and John Fogarty. That's a dinner I'd love to go to. Uh, a lot of good stuff on the show today, musically, as always. We've determined that next week is a half album swap, half movie swap. Zay wants to watch The Last Boy Scout once he heard Halle Berry's in it. But oh my God, Bruce Willis and Damon Wayans are great in that movie. It is such a wonderfully bad movie in a lot of ways, but it's a guilty pleasure one for me. My only question to you at the end is going to be, do you think it's better than Blue Chips? That tells you what kind of movie you're about to watch. Um, And then I'm going to listen to Nas's Illmatic album. This is the first studio album for him? Yeah, his first album. Okay. Oh, he's so good. Everything I've heard from Nas, I love. I have a... I I got a gift of a double disc uh, of his years and years ago from my favorite uh, robot-faced former uh, co-host of mine, and he's a big Nas guy. And I know the level of respect he gets, so I can't wait to hear this album. So that's next week. Uh, We've got Why Today Matters coming up at 2.30. There are a couple of birthdays we will get into. There's one birthday we probably should mention today uh, after the last year or so of Texas football. We'll get into that. But right now, let's go where we at in society and see what Zay wants to hit.
0: Where are we at in society today?
1: All right, Zay, do I have something on Twitter? I was cleaning out weird OnlyFan requests on Twitter (laughs) Twitter earlier. (laughs)
0: Those bots trying to get you, huh? How'd
1: I get on that list? Mm,
0: hey, it just happens, man. It I just a, happens. You got to be careful.
1: I got an OnlyFans earlier from a an account that was like a this, this random dude's face on it. Uh, yikes. Yeah, you don't want those. And he did not look like a guy that should have an OnlyFans account. <laughs> I have an image in my head of guys that should have an OnlyFans account. It's not him.
0: Everybody has a type. Okay. Even the most busted people, butterface
1: folks. Didn't want him. Get some. I would not have wanted to. If if that was my thing, it would not be him. Not you, sir. (laughs) Not you. You're off my DMs. All right. What do you got?
0: All right. Where are we at today for a Friday, this May 19th? Very interesting story, Chad. But, hey, this is where we are in society. Kenyon Martin. Remember Kenyon Martin yes, played sir. for the very ignorant Bob Huggins at Cincinnati, was the mm-hmm. number 1 pick, had a pretty good career playing for the New Jersey Nets and the Denver Nuggets. Get up. Kenyon Martin could get up. He dunked that thing
1: ferociousness. I would love to have seen what that team could have been if he'd stayed healthy that year in the tournament. Yeah, Cincinnati team? Yeah. Yep, they were going to be a, they were going be a nasty one seed if he stays healthy. Yeah, definitely. Yep.
0: So, he used to be a Nick too. And last week when the Miami Heat were knocking out the New York Knicks, he had this comment to say about Julius Randle. He said, we just got done playing a hard-fought game in the playoff series, and the first thing Randle does is you go kiss your wife? That's the first thing you do? Where is your mind at? The very first thing he did, dog." When the game was over, Martin said on Gilbert Arena's Gill Arena podcast, I was sitting there watching the game with my wife. I'm like, I love you to death, but ain't no way in that incident I am going to be with my guys. We just got done winning. I'm not even thinking about you. Julius Randle's wife responds by saying, slow news day. Both of us grew up as single parents. We never saw our dads respect our mothers. I am so grateful my kids get to grow up and watch their dad be the best father and a husband.
1: Yeah, I have no idea what Kenyon Martin's issue is. Kenyon Martin, you're out of control.
0: The heck are you talking about? I've seen this in the NFL. I've seen this in golf. I've seen this in baseball. I've seen this in every sport where you win the game and some guys will go straight to the locker room. Some guys will do their You know, post game responsibilities where they have to talk to ESPN or Turner Sports right after the game, and some guys go hug their family and kiss their wives before they go to the locker
1: room. Again, and a win is a win or a loss. This
0: was after a win. They won the game. They won the game. That would the lone game they won. Not
1: that I wouldn't say it It was. It'd be okay. Do whatever you do, even after a loss. But he's saying that after a win. After a win, dude. They won the game. What are you talking about? So yeah. they, they won the game, and would that have been at Madison Square
0: or? Um, the at,
1: did they win on the one road? in Miami. I can't remember. If it was, I can't remember. They know. won two though. You're going off the court. It's a sport where, based on you know the space of everything, you are closer to those people. Like I don't need somebody to do that like every match of a tennis tournament because you got to climb up into the stands to find them. But you know, <laughs> you're walking off the floor, fairly easy access. The game's over, Kenyon. Yeah, and if he does it with two minutes to go in the game, I agree with him. You, You shouldn't be doing it then, right? Even if you were whipping somebody. Hey, two minutes to go, and he just goes over and, like, kisses his wife. Like, whoa, whoa, no, 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 not then. Game's over. Go kiss your wife. I have no idea what his problem is.
0: Your wife is the closest person to you. You see what? her every day. What y'all go through is very personal, very intimate. You have no idea what goes on in their relationship, Kenyon Martin. And I loved how his, uh, Julius Randall's wife responded and said, yeah. yo, we both grew up in families where our fathers did not respect our mothers. So Julius Randall, they probably had conversations about that. Julius Randall being the man he is says, you know what? I'm going to make it a point to give you that love that your mom, your
1: dad didn't show your mom or my dad didn't show my mom. Yeah, he might be taking pride in that, wanting to show it not only to his wife, but it sounds like they have kids. Yes! So, show it to his kids. Yeah,
0: you remember Julius Randle in the three-point contest and he did horribly and his kids started crying? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot so, about that. Yeah, his kids are always around. So yeah, that's his kids are definitely involved. But man, Kenyon Martin cold blooded. Hey, if you can't be cold blooded,
1: you can't be a motivational basketball player, be a motivational father, right? If yeah. you can't show him how to be a perfect basketball player, maybe show him how to be uh, a perfect father. Yeah, that's just Kenyon Martin is in to his own feelings. Kenyon must have had a bad date recently. I don't know if he's married right yeah, now. Yeah, he's married. He, he
0: said that he looked at his wife and told oh, that's her right, I. Yeah.
1: I love you Look, no, but that ain't ever happening. They're in a fight right now. Or once he said that, I'm guessing they got into a fight. Because the response to that should have been, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Stupid.
0: Will you go get me something to drink and chill out? Somebody on Specs' text line made a great point right after Rocky. What did Rocky do? Adrian!
1: Adrian! Oh! Right. Looking yeah. for his woman. Adrian. His backbone. He didn't say Adrian. I did it. He said Adrian. We did, we did it. We did it. We did it. Yeah. There's
0: nothing like a good, supportive woman. Come nothing like it. it. That's it. Nothing like a good, supportive woman that has your back through thick and thin, seeing you at your worst. As a man, we're supposed to be so tough and, you know, we're supposed to provide and stuff. And your woman will see you at your worst and not care and wanna build you up and bring you up and make you the best you that you could be. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what Julius Randle's wife gives him. And he's going to show her that he's appreciative of that. And you got Kenyon Martin out here hating. Yeah. like That's some serious hating right there. Like I don't, is. Not I don't hate know. I'll, I'll hate
1: on a few things. That's some serious no. hating right there. No, we are. I think we are good judges of this. You will go down to, to Petty Lane many times. You love the Petty. Love it. I'm OCD. I'll notice the weirdest little details. I've been ripping on athletes for years by bringing their kids to press conferences and different things like that. This one I had, can't find anything wrong with. I can't. I don't get what it would be. If she walked into a press conference and gave him a kiss, oh, dude, I'd do two minutes on that. I'd scream and yell on that. Dude, be a pro. What are you doing? What's this? No, no. You're walking off the floor? That's totally different. Totally different. Yeah. Was, it was weird.
0: He was reaching – He was reaching for something to be angry about. He was reaching like, the Knicks, y'all suck right now. What is it? Julius Randle, you're not locked in. You're kissing your wife. And he did not have a good series. I'll admit, he didn't have a good series. But it wasn't because he loves his wife. It was because they played against Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. They're
1: very good on that Miami Heat side. I think everyone in the world needs to know exactly when you should be saying no to a podcast. Kenyon Martin has reached that spot. (laughs) Not for good. Just for a little, just take a breath, man. Really, take a breath. Say no to the next two podcasts that ask you to come on. He's a Dallas dude, too. I expect better. He is a D-Town guy. That is absolutely true. Come on, Kenyan, are They're not kissing in D-Town. <laughs> What is going on? You know they like to kiss up in D-Town. All right, 2 o'clock hour coming up. We'll try to catch up with Jeff Ketchum of OrangeBloods.com. A lot of Longhorn stuff going on and a lot of good Longhorn news out there, whether you love Longhorn baseball, Longhorn men's basketball, Longhorn golf, as we'll keep you updated on the PGA, and why today matters. On this May 19th, there's a birthday, Longhorn fans, that you should probably commit to memory, and it's about to happen. We'll tell you who it is coming up on The Horn.